Have a cup of tea. 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 I think we're doing brilliantly so far. Hi. That's like that HBO beginning. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Sugary Brew, a podcast in which Sugary Brew. Me. James Brewery Brewer and you, Danny Sugary Sugar, discuss uh, in a titular manner tea. V. We also do tea. We discuss tea and TV and VTs. <laughs> so uh, and all sorts of things about what's going on with our life and what's going on generally in the world. We missed last week. We did miss last week because um, Danny was. <laughs> I was about to say Danny was helping me build, but I was watching Danny build for me trays, market, market display setup that I'm going to unveil at the first post-lockdown, post-second COVID bout in New Zealand. Whenever that might Which, be. Oh, man. I have to admit, it's been getting to me a bit. The older... Uh, yesterday, we had 45 cases in Auckland, New Zealand. And for me, um, Labor Day is mid, late October, like the 25th. And that signals for me the beginning of um, the season. Hot market season. Hot, hot markets. (laughs) Um, And for the last, you know, four weeks, I've been supremely confident, some might say hubristically so, um, about chances of New Zealand coming out of lockdown and markets being able to happen again mm-hmm. for Labour Weekend when the Nelson market gets busy and we've got first Nyati Moti which is a beautiful show um, the Nyati Moti Festival um, it kind of is the first big show of the season and then we had 45 cases yesterday yeah probably not going to happen which has made maybe, me maybe not no you're not for sure the first it. time not sure about uh, making that big Labor Day weekend market. Mm. And consequently, and possibly other reasons to do with the moon and the tide, I've been I've been a, a, a miserable bugger. I've been really low and, you know, Aww. I don't know, I've been uh, massively lacking in self-confidence and wish to apologize to all the nearest and dearest me because I've been a miserable company. But, but the last couple of days have been much better. So that's my life. Yep. Cheers for that. <laughs> but you, you had a big wholesale order? Yep. So that, that was so really good. helpful. Um, How did that come about? So I used to wholesale um, as kind of the main thrust of, of my business. So supplied shops and museums from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South, including to Papa and... And you'd go on road go trips on and see Road trips and just... Clients and... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, not terribly healthy. Um, lots of pies. pies. Lots <laughs> of cigarettes. <laughs> lots of coffee. Uh, lots of cheap wine in cheap motels. <laughs> Which was... Kind of... Um, its own sort of fun. Lots of solo road trips, staying in the cheapest places I could find <laughs> in little towns up and down New Zealand. Did you ever sleep in your car? 
I did sleep in my car towards the end. I got a bigger car. But I kind of didn't like it. No. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, no. no I was, I was, so much, that, was that much more happy with cheap motels. Was that a summer thing? Um, or a winter thing? All year round. All year round. Because it was... Um, you'd have to get... Like the retail season starts... You get, like we're saying, on, on Labour Day. Is the, or school holidays before Labour Day, which are coming up now. Which is why I had a wholesale order. So in order to, to get shops all ready for the season, you're working six weeks, two months ahead wholesale. Hmm. Um, but I never I never planned it. But so when you went and turned up at people's doorstep, were you actually... <laughs> oh, you want a rock. But so were you actually stocking them at that point? Or was it just yeah. like schmoozing them for, oh, it was few, for later? Combination of cold calls and, mm. and organised meetings with... Mm. Some fantastic stuff. Like I, I used to... Um, Supply the Otago Museum, and would be would be down there with all these one-off bits that I was bringing in. Like I brought in a dinosaur, I brought in a mammoth jaw. Brought in a dinosaur, a little dinosaur, oh. a, a Cytacosaurus, which was a parrot beak. That wasn't the reason you got a bigger car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was driving around in a normal car, then I had to get because I had a Diplodocus in the back. Yeah. But so I'd turn up there. I thought it was a Diplodocus. They changed... When we were young, it was Diplodocus. Right. They changed it to Diplodocus as the generally accepted spelling. Diplodocus. And then it's now it's both are accepted. Diplodocus. Diplodocus and Diplodocus. I think it's an Americanism. Diplodocus. Diplodocus. You are. Sounds like... So I would... I would... Anyway. I would spend the night having driven all day... Mm. in a cheap motel drinking a bottle of cheap red wine because you've got to drink the whole bottle when you're on the road, right? Because otherwise it's going to go off and cheap red wine gone Or off. you could have more the next day when you stop no, again. No, because... Does it go off within 24 hours of opening? No, but it was generally at that stage in my life. <laughs> you didn't have room for it in your car because no, it was stuffed full of dinosaurs. Diplodocuses. So I'd turn up there and there'd be the CEO of the museum and you'd be I'll off be your <laughs> face from the night before on fag coming wine. out of the corner of her mouth hello <laughs> me rocks <laughs> I loved it so much yeah. um, what are we talking about where did this start I don't know oh just about your oh, road yeah, trips uh, but now you yeah. have a pie at home I do have a pie at home oh. and, and I've recently part of I, I think um, one of the reasons life has been tricky lately is that when you're an overweight man with self-esteem depression anxiety issues you get into a really vicious which is all the time yeah when i am no i mean (laughs) thanks dan thank you anyway you get into a really a vicious circle of one starts to feel low so one overeats to compensate hmm. and then one feels fat so one feels low i think so that's, one overeats. that's one of the great um cycles of of life isn't it as elton john and tim rice so memorably said yeah this is one of the circles of life isn't it? Cycle one of the wheels of fortune yeah eating too much and then feeling fat and then eating to make you feel which i think good. notoriously actually elton john had his own experiences with mm. to a too much greater degree than I ever have. I would never say. I wouldn't say. Oh, hello. 
Hi. Hi, wow. Zo. You look clean, Zo. Very nice. Have you had a shower? Do you want to say hello to our listeners? You're broadcasting to the nation, Zoe. Yeah. Yeah? Go on, say something. Sing a song. How about Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star? Okay. Go. Are you a bit shy? You're a bit shy. You can do it quiet. That's okay. What about the wheels on the bus? Very that, good. That could be something from a horror film. It could be, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> so. Mummy wants to listen to yours too. She wants to listen. She can listen once we're done. So, Zoe just had a shower, and now she's putting some socks on. Gonna, she's gonna pick two books. Which two books are you gonna pick? Tinkle, tinkle, little tar book. Tinkle, tinkle, little tar <laughs> Jimmy Tarbuck? Jimmy Tarbuck. Tinkle, tinkle, Jimmy Tarbuck. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Tinkle, tinkle by Jimmy Tarbuck. <laughs> to be fair, though, you wanted to stay away from most of the BBC stars of that era. Yes. Well, there's there's some sage fatherly advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I guess we should... Maybe wrap Shall up. We have the a little pause. Intro. Get the kettle on for a brew. Yeah, man. See if we can uh, get Zoe to come and read us a bedtime story. That would be delightful. And and then we need to hear about your life. It's all been me, me, me so far, Dan. Not much has been going on this Isn't week, it? really. Not really. I've been. We've been working on our cars, getting the VR stuff. Ready, yeah, that sort of stuff. No, nothing and it's much all, exciting. All going well. Hello, what's that? You <laughs> picked the smallest book ever. And Super Potato. Oh, look at that! It's called Koala, made from ninety-eight percent recycled materials. What's this? Super Potato. Super Potato is really not, cool. Not Sue Potato, but Super Potato. Oh, here we go! Look, 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 look. Oh, and another. <gasps> Tinkle, tinkle. I think by as Jimmy they're Tarla. really sure. <laughs> you can this have co- Twinkle, Twinkle, and Koala. Do you know this one? You want to know that? No. Okay, read that one for us. Tinkle, How I wonder what you Quick, she just has to turn the page on. Up above the water. Oh, oh, like a diamond. <gasps> she dropped the book. Professionals have someone to just turn the music over, don't they? <laughs> you read it, Danny. Me read it? Well, I think she was a little pitchy in the second half, and for that reason. Tinkle, How I wonder what they are. Go. Uh, for for Very the good. for the listener, Zoe was doing the bottom dance. She was doing the body dance. And I was doing. <laughs> That's not getting picked up by the mic. I just.
quite inappropriately thrust my microphone at her backside while she was doing the body dance. Just to pick up the audio vibe. Just to, I thought there might be some sort of shuffling or, you know, something that we could use. But Pardon? She's just going to wait right there. Okay. Well, while she waits, we'll, maybe we should we'll put, put, the put the kettle on. Kettle on. We'll see we'll you, lovely back. people. After this. After this. Welcome back. Where's my tea? There. Up there. In your teacup. Right, what we got tonight? So, this week's brew. Brew of the week. This week. Brew of the week. Brew of the week. Brew of the week. Is a, a Dilmar digestive. So it's a brew of the week. <laughs> You're right. You're just going to say brew of the week. Brew of the week. Brew of the week. Yeah. I'm going to smell it. So it's a, an Ayurvedic recipe, harking back to um, Mr. Chai's chai. Mm. Mr. Chai's chai. Mr. Chai's chai's. Contains red rubosh, lemongrass, coriander, curry leaves, and cinnamon. Rubosh. Is that how you're supposed to say Rui bus? <laughs> Rubosh. Isn't that what um, marsupials go to school on? Rui bus. What else has it got? <laughs> so I just. I thought that was quite good. <laughs> um, it's got red rubosh. Rubosh? Red rubosh. Yeah, but that doesn't, mean, name. that doesn't mean you have to put on an accent, does it? Oh, I see. We're at you the, can put that up a little bit. Where the what's the difference between accents and pronunciation? Pronunciation, are we? Is there a new bosch? Lemongrass, coriander, curry leaves, and cinnamon. An uh, ethically made Ayurvedic. Not recipe. true cinnamon. Quite. It's the it's cinnamon quill, isn't it? The the. It's actually cinnamonum. Zelanicum. Is that the Trixie? It's got all the cinnamon. Latin names here. Is that the Trixie is cinnamon or is it the Gannet? Or Planet? Planet or Gannet? Um, no, it's, it's actually Dilma. Dil? Is it Dil or, or Ma? Ma? <laughs> I'm just tasting it now. I'm tasting it too. I like it. I do too, actually. Subtle. Hmm. It doesn't have a like. It's got no. It's it's slightly got a sweetness to it, but it doesn't have. It's not. It's not got that herbal. It's nice. Yeah. Slightly spicy. We had a curried, lovely, delicious. We had a curried, lovely. A curried, lovely for dinner. Um, <laughs> it was like a semi-warm roast curry it salad was, that you made. It was Nadia Lim's. Um, Nadia from, Lim's. From Nadia Lim's vegetable smash hit book I have that book um, it's really good I find her recipes are, always taste good they're often quite fiddly fiddly have you found them fiddly we normally our tea review is quick this week wouldn't it we'll be back we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll come back to the tea but the reason I bring it up is because this goes quite nicely in the di- sure. digestion of a Nadia Lim vegful curry <laughs> which you made for dinner it which was, was a, really a, a nice curried um, cauliflower uh, chickpea cashew if I wasn't against the clock he might have cooked the oh, uh, we bro- had a, bro- was... broccoli no cauliflower 
slightly more, but I, I actually like wanted, it. I wouldn't have wanted it much more. Than I that. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I like it like that. I like it like that. I like it like that. I know you're feeling me because I like it like that. So um, give me the give me the packet because you stopped reading it. We've got natural herbal infusion, twenty bags, carbon carbon neutral product apparently. That was deserved of a scratch. <laughs> Uh, Ceylon Tea Company in Sri Lanka, packed in Sri Lanka with important cinnamon. Oh, cinnamon bark, ten percent. Lemon grass, ten percent. Coriander seeds, five percent. Curry leaves, five percent. Has it got any flavour? No flavour. Which, Which bonus points for no flavour? I'm, 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 I'm behind this. I like the carbon neutral. I like the no flavour. Yeah, it no, no like artificial flavour, you mean. Yeah. Or, or even... flavour in. See, we don't know if flavouring is artificial because it doesn't say artificial flavouring. No, which it, it would just, do if it was artificial. But would it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's pretty vague. It's very vague. One would have thought that if it was chemically, one, it would have to be labelled as such. You didn't read this, did you? Inspired by Ayurveda. Ayurveda. <laughs> You're, I can't Ayurvedic. Say. Ayurveda. Ayurveda. You see, like, Ayurveda, you Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Darth Ayurveda. 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 The science of life and an ancient holistic system. Sorry, I talked over your joke. What was it? That's what Luke Skywalker said when he got onto the Death Star. Ayurveda. Why, Ayurveda? It's a Geordie looks I, like Ayurveda. <laughs> the science of life and an ancient holistic system that emphasizes the harmony of mind, body, and spirit. Enjoy this naturally caffeine-free herbal blend as part of a bal- balanced lifestyle to support the body's natural digestive functions. This is not intended to be a supplement or medicine, and we recommend seeking further information from a health professional if you have question over an ingredient. I think that, oh, that's all terribly... I don't have any questions over ingredients because they haven't got... Flavouring. Flavour in it. <laughs> Flavour. Otherwise, flavor. see, they don't write that on any other... If they've got any packs that do have flavour in them, I bet they don't say... Consult your doctor. Yeah. I think they probably have to write the consult your doctor because they've, they're promoting it as a health... Mm. Uh, like almost a medicinal... Because medicinal it says it's digestive. Yeah. Let's not go there. Ayurveda is a holistic system that involves Ayurveda. natural... Ayurveda. Uh, evolved from natural, traditional wellness in ancient Sri Lanka with origins that date back to the first hospital in the world. Built by King Pandukapaya in 4th century BC. Well done, Dan. The rich 3,000-year heritage of using natural plant-based recipes to achieve harmony of the mind, body, and spirit continues today. There's still a couple more paragraphs. Should I keep reading? (laughs) Go for it. Arana means forest in Sinhala, and that's at the heart of our Ayurveda-inspired blends, which combine the natural goodness of herbs, roots, and spices. Naturally grown in Sri Lanka's ancient forests with a goodness in Ceylon tea. Sri Lanka's Ayurvedic specialists record the wellness in ashwagandha, clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, soursop, yeah. <laughs> gotu cola, and 
the many other ingredients in Arana that don't feature in this tea. That last bit I made up. <laughs> the, the other ingredients in Arana, full stop, that it's decided to tell us all about, even though they're not in this tea. Uh, in, in, in summation, I, I, I... Tagless bags for mug, cup or pot. Well, this mug is thoroughly enjoying it. Yep, as is this mug. I'd say a solid 9 out of 10. No, Ooh. 8 out of 10. I did, uh, yeah, 8 out of 10. So, the bar is high for tea. I think, I, I think I'm going to try... Uh, would recommend, won't recommend, might recommend. <laughs> a three-pronged system so this i would neutral, recommend negative right pardon positive neutral negative yeah but, but i mean phrased as you at, phrased all, it. all of those are my own personal opinion and you might like things that i don't so if you do listen, take it with a pinch of salt listen to brew well i i think we're singing off the same hymn sheet with this one we are i um, would recommend I'm, this i would heartily recommend this um i'm i'm you're getting a lot of messages. I've got trade me auctions ending. Ah. So it's telling me... That they've ended. That they've ended, <laughs> precisely. Hmm. Well, thumbs up to this tea. Thumbs up to this tea. <laughs> Bloody hell, how many trade me auctions <laughs> have you got? No market, man. I've Are they a... all for, like, one <laughs> tiny stone? Yes. Are they? Yeah. You should probably... People like them tiny stones. But do you need the notifications to tell you where every, when every tiny stone has been... No. ...turned? <laughs> no turn left unstoned. Yeah. Um, no. And normally I have the um, volume, the sound off on my phone. Except when we're recording Cherie <laughs> Brew. Because you just wanted to hear it over your headphones otherwise you wouldn't have Zoe was in daycare this morning and I have volume I have sound on in case they need to get hold of me uh, and I haven't haven't devolumed it because up until we started recording devolumed I it. never <laughs> devolumed I haven't devolumed it, it. <laughs> uh oh are you alright <coughs> brew might oh, need the Heimlich manoeuvre the Ayurveda manoeuvre the I'm so the fire is fucking hot. It's pretty hot. We'll be back after this, <laughs> where we'll take a couple of layers I'm off. Be naked. I don't think you should take any more layers off. <laughs> but I might take my hoodie off. We'll be back. Ding. <laughs> after <laughs> this, fucking shambles. <laughs> welcome oh, back. So much better. Welcome, welcome, back. jolly welcome, jolly. Bike. So James didn't get any more undressed. He just moved, opened a window, and moved to my other side. How do you feel, swivelled? <laughs> Forty-five degrees. Ask a question and answer it. <laughs> yeah. Ask me again. How do you feel, swivelled? Forty-five degrees. No, 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 no. How do you? How do you feel? Swivelled. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-five degrees. Oh, 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 got a head rush. No, I think I just inverted my eyebrow. Uh-oh. Eyelash. Eye What's that thing called? Eyelid. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That doesn't sound very good. Um, so. Tully. So, we may, I mean, we can talk about all the stuff that we've watched this week, but we're going to have a post-show spoiler cast about Nine Perfect Strangers, which Janie's going to join us for. So, this may well be short, depending on how much... 
we've got to talk about. Or it may be long because Zoe didn't seem tired in the slightest. Well, I mean, we don't have to fill the time. No, because every time we talk about anything, we have to not talk about it so we can talk about it on the podcast. This is true. I would like to say, um, last week, Janie and I went to a barbecue and we saw some dear friends of, of ours who are also listeners. Um, so I'd like to give what I believe the young hip people are calling a shout out. Right. To Josie and Marie and their, their, their lovely partners, James and Nathan. Who, who are listeners to the show and who are a delightful company for an evening. Every every listener gets a shout out if they let us know they're listening. Yep. So, Hi, mum. If if anyone uh, wants a shout out, get in touch. Let us know that you're listening. <laughs> and I would like I would like for for Josie and Marie, especially because I, I have a suspicion that that James and Nathan aren't actually listeners, but, but um, Josie and Marie are. Um, I'd like them to recommend something for us to, to either watch or listen to or read to then discuss on the pod. They can do that. So get in touch on all your socials. Or at or even on our socials. Because <laughs> if you get in touch on your socials, we probably won't see it unless we're being creepy. That's a really good point. What were you saying earlier that I said, don't talk about it? Until I can't the- remember, mate. No, me neither. That's the problem with not having record on all the time i have recently um bought myself a pair of uh headphones right over ear kind of i'm not a i'm not a rich brewery but they're they're decent ish and i've been listening to some music on my headphones for the first time, I think ever, actually, right. through, through oh, earbuds, I've listened to that. Right, different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been listening to the to the um, Beatles Giles Martin remastered. Is that Abbey the recent? Road. The recent. Road. No, this is this is um, twenty nineteen. I think it came out. Right. So it's a remastered box set of of Abbey Road, which came out in nineteen sixty nine, the fiftieth anniversary. If in case you can't do maths. Um, mm-hmm. And my God, it makes a difference listening in headphones. Really, it's really um, just the nature of having being having headphones on is more immersive. So you, you're not um, that's called distracted at all. Stereo field. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, so I mean, obviously, the the problem is with small speakers that are both in the corner of a room is unless you're sat in a very precise yeah. position and they're pointing in a triangle towards your head, which your speakers aren't. They, they seem to be parallel to each other. Into Are the they room. not supposed to be? No, not really. I mean, and sh- you've known me for how long and seen my speakers uh, and not said so the unless, speakers are So unless you're actually sitting between them, it probably doesn't make much difference. Right. But... Studio speakers are, are set to be equilateral and pointing towards your ears at equal distance from so either they're, ear. They're, they're, they're facing you. That's the optimal stereo field that right. they're all not pointing, shooting past you, but angled towards your ears. Yeah. Um, basically, and especially if in a room like this, if you're anywhere but the sweet spot, you're basically not hearing stereo because both left and right are coming from the same side. So having headphones makes a huge difference 
to you to your perception of the intended I, uh, stereo it, field it, it, it's so much you can you can really hone in on different parts of the the track I, 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 what i'm saying is clearly absurdly obvious but so like bass lines or, or guitar parts or little bits that i'd never heard for example in the song sun king which starts off the the big side two medley does it start off yes it does um you really hear Lennon roll his R's on one particular line, which I'd never heard before. Have you listened back to the the original release versus that one and and compared whether it sounds more pronounced now than it was before? No, I haven't. I, uh, I haven't got a copy of the original Abbey Road. I've ah. got the... Amateur. <laughs> Call yourself a fan. <laughs> I have had. Um, I grew up, mum and dad had the original 1969, like, an original copy. Release. And I had it on, I think, did I buy it on cassette or CD? Whatever. Um, but no, I've, I've, not, I've not compared. I think I've got, I've got the White Album 50th anniversary and the White Album, I think they brought a... a, a Remastered the Beatles, you know, bring out every 10 15 years, they bring and out why not? another one. People because continue to buy them, absolutely, and um, complain, but still continue to buy them, absolutely. Which is again, <laughs> we're back to the, the, the fickle fandom frolics, there, aren't we? Um, but, but also, if you're the band, you don't care, yeah, because. All half, the half of you are dead. <laughs> yeah. so and the rest of you are half states. dead. And the, other, the rest of you are just cowardly cash. <laughs> I don't believe it's as cynical as that. I, no. I, um, yes and no. I mean, how many remasters this, do you need of, you know, there are those in a 50-year period? The original vinyl. The Beatles are actually an interesting one because the, if you're listening in stereo, the Beatles never, up until I think um, the White Album in '68, everything they released, they mixed, like the Beatles themselves and George Martin in the studio, mm. oversaw the mix of the mono mix, right? Because that's how music was to them. That was the and it still is. If you're anywhere in this room other than where, no, but it, <laughs> in effect, yes, but but Actuals. the mix mm. is different, right? So they, they'd, they'd complete and sign off on the mono mix. And then some engineer would do the stereo mix that they didn't care about. Weird. They didn't even sign off but on then, it. So, so for up until, like, I think, Revolver, the, the original stereo mixes of Beatles uh, albums are all panned so that it's vocals in left channel and all the instruments in the right channel. Well, wow. they cared so little because that it wasn't what they were consuming. Um, so they were released in stereo, but most listening setups were mono. Is that what you're saying? Were they actually yeah. released in stereo? Yeah. At the time. Yeah. So how could they not care? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess. I guess. I guess they. Music was more more regularly consumed in mono. Most people's 
radio like dance set kind of a sing- or single player with a single speaker single speaker radio speakers whatever um, but I wonder uh, whether like because I mean I, I don't know but I imagine that if you take uh, the mix as mono and then you start splitting stuff up so this is the point of why the 50th anniversary um, mixes are interesting is that you couldn't start splitting stuff up Right. Because there were only, uh, only four tracks. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. When it became, wow, eight tracks, right? Um, so what... So how did they make the stereo in the first... Like, how did the some engineer make a stereo and why and why bother? Like, why don't they release it mono as the approved mix and that was it? That's a question for someone else. That's a question for Mark Lewis and not for, not for me. Um, I guess because the... Um, I think we need to fact check this entire thing. <laughs> no, I, I, the whys and the wherefores, I don't know, but I, the facts, I, I, I would stand behind um, all day long. Um, what was I going to say? Um, no, can't remember. Mono stereo. Uh, and and when you get into proper Beatle geekdom, there are there are certain things that appear in the mono mix that completely lost in the stereo mix. Some songs are like five seconds longer in mono to stereo. Some songs have a have a different intro or a guitar line, um, and some people only listen in mono. Um, oh, I'm scraping against my dibble, isn't I? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I didn't intend to talk about any of that. Right. And that's not what I was talking about earlier. That you. I said don't remember what about. it was you were talking about earlier. When telly. Telly was it? Telly. Was it? I don't know. So we've started a few things this week to give it a go. Foundation, ah, foundation. Yes, that's right. So I'd never heard of it, but you recommended to me a series that has just started. I recommended having not seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not recommended from your own enjoyment, but just because you heard of it and you'd, it was Isaac Asimov's Foundation. Found. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Foundation Trilogy is a trilogy of... The Foundation. Books. Trilogy. But the, the series is just called <laughs> Foundation. Sue Potato. You... You've, you read the book? No, I, I... You had a radio play or something? As a kid, I used to listen to audiobooks going to sleep every night. I, I still do, actually. Um, Except and, all your old audiobooks nowadays are about the Beatles. Yeah. No, I actually have been listening to. I found some of the same audiobooks that I used to listen to as a kid, and I'm re listening to them through Audible now, mm-hmm. which is quite good fun. Um, but I, I, I love. You're a farmer, Mr. Frodo. You're a farmer. I loved Lord of the Rings um, and the BBC had done, I think possibly around the same time a version of Asimov's Foundation trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I'd, I'd get that. I didn't understand a fucking word of it. It right. was all, it's all very high concept and very... Yeah. So I, I, I totally didn't didn't follow it, didn't understand it, didn't get any of the nuances of it. But there was just a couple of little parts of it involving a character called the Mule, who I don't know if is I don't know whether it's a big part of the, of the actual story or right. not. But I just found that section of it 
really unnerving and and kind of creepy and a bit spooky in a really good way. Hmm. How old are we talking? Like, oh, I would have been. Roughly. I would have been ten. Oh, okay, ten to ten to fifteen. So it seems really well produced. We started it. We got maybe halfway through the first episode. Two episodes were released last week. Um, we didn't necessarily dislike it. It mm. was really well produced and and stuff. But it was it's just a lavish production, right? It's, it's a little. It was just a bit, like you say, it. it <laughs> It seemed kind of impenetrable. Like there was just you're being introduced to multiple planets and loads of characters and factions Concepts. and all this stuff that probably if we stuck with it we would kind of potentially get into, yeah. but we just weren't in that frame of mind to to really give it, you know, a hundred percent concentration because it's not something it, it's one of those things that i think if you're half watching it you will not know what's going on within yeah. five minutes yeah so foundation it's extremely high concept it's really well made but you know quite uh you know dramatic high concept yeah. sci-fi if if that's your thing then check it out but and the mule didn't show up in the first half of the first episode i don't think so I don't remember anyone called the mule. It would have been the only good bit of the program, right? Ah, yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. Um, but speaking of creepy and a bit strange, mm-hmm. we started watching a an adaptation of a Stephen King series called The Outsider. Okay. Um, it came out in twenty nineteen, I think, or maybe twenty twenty. But it, it's ten episodes, so it's yeah, it's now fully out. And we started it. It's got Jason Bateman in it and okay. some some other. And in fact, I think it was the first episode at least was directed by him. I think um, that was good. Um, what what genre? So what? it's kind of a there's an extremely gruesome murder of a young child um, at the beginning of the first episode. And we've only watched one episode, so nothing I say will spoil anything but the first episode. Um, basically, there's the local kids. He's a local teacher and um, kids, like, uh, baseball coach for the for the local team. Little League. Um, he appears to have been seen by been seen by several eyewitnesses and captured on film having basically done this gruesome crime right um not the crime itself but like you know he came away from the the scene he was seen picking the boy up in in a van he was yep. he was seen leaving the scene covered sounds, in blood sounds, sounds like an episode of vera that i can think of except He's then arrested with all this um, evidence. Yep. And then later you find you find that is equally compelling counter evidence about him being out of town. Right. So at this point, the mystery he's currently in jail awaiting trial or or being let go, which he's been told by his representation is is guaranteed. Like that they've got 
his defence has got video proof of him being in another town. Sure. And so the, you know, the, I guess it's Stephen King. So I'm wafting my arms around, and, <laughs> and um, we, is, is, is there a supernatural edge to it? I think there absolutely must be. Right. Um, There's not always in Stephen King. I mean, well, Stephen I mean, King, they, they, they may not. I mean, uh, stand by me. Please, no, please. but you know, this guy was in two places at the same time. It seems. So no, maybe no, right, not. Right, maybe right, maybe right. not. I don't know. We'll see. But um, the crime was kind of almost ritualistic and 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 animalistic and and quite. I mean, you you see the the body briefly at the beginning, but it's not it's it's not just a normal crime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we were enjoying that. And we'll continue that. Um, so that was it's called Outsider. The Outsider. The yeah. Outsider. Okay. What have you been watching? I've been watching that program that was made by that guy who has the actor in it and based on that book by that other person. Oh, yeah. So join us after the break. And I've actually <laughs> just started watching um, Endeavour, the prequel to Morse. So it's the stories of right. young Morse okay. in, in Oxford in the, I think the first series is set in 1965. Right. Um, and I'm loving it. Loving it. That sounds like it's right up your alley. It's my alley is was was pretty much designed and made for it. That's so more about it. You. Um, so um, Vera's Sean finished, Evans, or is it continuing? Vera has finished. So a couple of episodes came out um, just in the last few weeks. Um, high quality, no complaints. Fantastic. Um, in fact. Probably one of my best lines of all television ever features in in one of these episodes, which I probably shouldn't talk about. So, so I won't. But, but a, a special moment, a so couple of special if, moments. If you want a special Vera moment, you'll have to watch about a hundred thousand hours of Vera to get to it, because it's. Well, no. So I was thinking the, about this in 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 the week. Um, one of the things I really like about these programs Vera Endeavour um, are that yeah you can watch there, there's a through line so you can watch from beginning to end and there is there's all sorts of character developments there's there's uh, references back and forth uh, absolutely it's it's an arc of a story but it can be absolutely taken any point in the story you can, right. you can drop in and out you can watch uh, a Vera from episode series 7 then series 2 some of the characters will be different, but the story, the hour and a half, will stand up on its own. You won't, you won't be confused as to who anyone no. is. It's, no, it's, no, 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 It's no. all spelled out in the scenario itself. Or, or, or the characters work on their own right. without without that back knowledge. Mm. Um, but that back knowledge, uh, the, 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 the extra knowledge, adds to to one's experience. Mm. And I really like that. I really like not... I also watched during the week Vigil, finished Vigil. Vigil. Um, Vigil. Vigil. Is that the thing about the... Submarines the uh, oh, no, we don't, don't write those don't in. Up. That, was a, that was a Jamesy watching on his own episode. Oh, yeah. Um, it's finished. It has been really good. How really many episodes? Uh, yep. Yep. Five, six, six. Um, okay. Very good um, kind of... BBC just a sick line drama. of duty line of duty esque 
police procedural do on they, a submarine. Do they have less acronyms or not? There is slightly less, fewer acronyms. Okay. Um, but anything would have fewer acronyms than mine. Yeah. We, we you, couldn't you, get through Line of Duty latest. It was just too much the dibbly dobbly of the boobity dobbity as the diggity diggity as well yeah I don't know there was I mean we enjoyed the first series and then every series after that we continued to apart from Stephen Graham who made an appearance and (laughs) that that was a spike in it have we talked about help we haven't talked about I've not watched help yet you haven't Um, that was interesting sorry let me let me finish my point on on, on Vigil um, and more kind of complicated narrative um, series compared to, to the the more general through arc of, of, of Vera um, and Endeavour. You, you, you have to... I, I think Foundation is probably a good example of this as well. You have to invest so much into to a, a complex series like that. And it doesn't make sense unless you watch it all. And, and, and certain things become so preposterous because it's it's so twisty and convoluted that I, I, I was really refreshed by the realisation or really I, I have lately been really refreshed by watching Vera and Endeavour because they're, they're, saying they require less of the viewer is, is, is unfair on the programme because they're intelligent and they're well made and they're thought provoking and they're thoughtful but you can, you can, you can. They're encapsulated. They're encapsulated, and there's something to be said for that. And I, I think television, hmm. in the last twenty years, probably, has got too involved in long arcs, yeah, like complex arcs, and and being self-referential. Doctor Who hmm. became, I think, pretty much unwatchable because it was all so you had to be, you had to know who said what to whom in series four for what's happening in series eight to make any mm. sense. And mm. you think, oh, this isn't for me anymore, right? Mm. Done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I think, um, I wonder whether that's like to do with business deals more recently, like as far as structure of producing a series. And uh, I don't know. And maybe it's less complex, actually, to write a 10-episode arc than it is to write 10 self-encapsulated narratives. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's got something to do with streaming. I think Lost probably was one of the early examples of, of something where, at the end of like series one, more had to happen. More. Mm. And so I, I think the showrunners now really running like laying a track in front of a moving train mm. right so they're, they're not um, well uh, you know it's like if you get shit, this, is, this has made money I've got to make another yeah. series of this yeah why not um, or this actually links into Nine Perfect Strangers pretty well I, I was Would, <laughs> which we'll I come would, back we will come to. back to but I was I was really enjoying the mid part of this, just getting to know these people spending time with these people and then it just had to <laughs> do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, Spoilers. Good point, good point. We'll come back. A spoiler for the, for the end of the show. Um, we'll come back to that one. So, uh, help who had... Stephen Graham. And... And I can't remember her name, the other actor. Uh, Jodie... Jodie... Yep. Comer. Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. Um... It was. It was, and Ian Hart and a multitude of other. It was. If you, if you very were, good drama about um, a, a, a nursing home, I guess. Care home. 
care home, that's right. Um, amidst the uh, the COVID, we're going to have like... We are, aren't we? So, one minute he's whinging he's hot. The next minute, he's stoking the fire with the windows open. Well, I wanted to keep the fire going. It's one of life's great contradictions. I've pinged my microphone. Your microphone's pinged off. Uh, so help you you watch that and we'll talk about it at a later date but um, it's a UK I think it was a TV drama because it was yeah, a TV movie yeah um, a single movie about um, a nurse who gets a job in a care home <laughs> uh, amidst the uh, the the uh, emergence of COVID. So I think it explores explores um, like British health system, doesn't it? So yeah, and so and how 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 they coped with the pandemic and and lack thereof, yeah. and how that affected people on the ground yeah. in in a care home. Um, good good television. Yeah, really good, really well acted, nice story. Like it was quite um, uh, it it was. You know, it was quite affecting. We continue to watch Why the Last Man, which Go is, is is good. Have I'm you watched it. Lupin? Yes. Talk to me. It's good. It's all right. I mean, <laughs> we start a podcast. On a, <laughs> on a scale of recommend, maybe don't recommend. I think first season, definitely recommend. Second season was necessary after the first season didn't wrap anything up that's something i dislike intensely with mm. television is doctor who did it was was the worst for it mm. season end cliffhangers not being tied up i think a, a season should be a standalone thing it gets to the end of the season you should have no you know what the, the worst culprit for that is money heist or never heard of it. it it's, Honey meist. It's called La Casa de Papel. It's a very. It's on House of People. Paper. Oh. <laughs> um, it's. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It's in English. It's called right. Money Heist. It's on Netflix. It's kind of a heist series, um, like ensemble cast, Spanish, based in like a a bank that they go into it, yeah. it's it's i, mean, I think we're like on the fifth season now or something it, it became a massive like worldwide phenomenon actually reading about it like the first season came out on spanish television failed abysmally no one liked it then it got onto netflix and it became like this massive like fan favorite thing it was really, really good. Loads of stuff happened every episode, and it was just lots of different characters. Yeah. Like right from the beginning, first season was fantastic. It then started petering off and losing its cleverness. And yeah. in the last season that we've just watched, it devolved into basically a, a gunfight, yeah. which was just like noisy, pointless. Like the whole, it lost all its nuance and cleverness, yeah. and. It ended with like a mid-season cliffhanger, so now we're waiting, which we may or may not even bother. What that? I feel guilty not continuing stuff like that because it's like, well, we've watched five seasons already. We yeah. kind of have to, you know. But 
But at some point, you stop caring, right? At some point, you, I think we. You, you, Anna's you, certainly got to that point. We've got. To, we kind of got to that point, but it has been clever and and enjoyable in the past. And I wonder. I just hope that it will regain that. You know, sure, somehow. Sure. You know, so you kind of watch it hoping. They don't but, tend to, though, do they? Don't know. I can't think of a series that I've seen that has had a a real slump and then got better again. Mm. That, so I, I bring up Lupin because oh yeah. unusually, um, so Netflix is, is is notorious for not releasing viewing figures, right? Never d- plays those cards firmly close to its chest to mix metaphors and mm-hmm. tenses. Um, but last week it did, and it gave a top ten of of, of, of um, sort of who's watching what at the moment and viewing figures thereof, mm. and Bridgerton. Bridgerton was number one. Really? And Lupin was number two. Right. Um, Money Heist is probably on that list. Right. I, I would imagine. Top ten? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't see. Did you read the other nine? Eight? I, was, I, I was listening to a <laughs> okay. podcast that only only gave... Shall I get the list? <laughs> yeah. I need to stoke the fire. The fire's going out. Now I'm getting cold. Uh, you're getting cold. I'm boiling. Yeah. But I am wearing a hoodie and you're yeah. pretty much naked. <laughs> I mean, Netflix. Listeners, incidentally, uh, you might not know this, but I always record podcasts almost naked. Okay. Netflix most popular shows, top 10 series by total viewing. Number one, Bridgerton. Number two, Money Heist. (laughs) Number three, Stranger Things. Number four, The Witcher. Where is Lupin? It's not even on this list, man. (laughs) This is a different list. Oh, this is a different. I mean, top ten. When was when is when's the post? When's that post? By total view hours in the first twenty-eight days of when, release. When's that post? This post published. This post was published by CNET on September twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-one, which is like three days ago. Which is what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, so the maybe. Pro- Maybe I heard Lupin and they said Money Heist. Yeah, maybe. Is it not on it at all? Not on this top 10 within the first 28 days. Total view hours within 28 days, I guess. In fact, um, Money Heist features twice on this list, in num- like for different seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Have you seen Bridgerton? No. We're not really into... Um, Period drama, really? Right. Very much. Um, is it not just like pompous, like royal? You know, I we. Think, I think. I think. I, I don't know about Bridgerton, but uh, hold on. Netflix top ten series by number of accounts that have watched at least two minutes. That's this is the one that in its first twenty-eight days of release. Number two is Lupin. Number one is Bridgerton. Um, but at least two minutes is like a bit of a damning. Like yeah. statistic, isn't it? The first two minutes, brilliant. Um, at least two minutes, not necessarily yeah. the first two minutes. That's a good point. If you just wander in while <laughs> Netflix we, decided to play on its own, we were going to do that as a as a feature of the pod. Money Heist is also on this list as number right. six. Um, go through the list. Go through the list. So this that that this particular list. Yeah. Uh, top ten series by number of accounts that have watched at least two minutes in its first twenty eight days of release Bridgerton number one Lupin The Witcher Sex Life 
Stranger Things 3, <laughs> Money Heist 4, Tiger King, which I've not watched. It was very good. Was it? I was trashy, yeah. unbelievable. I, you can't believe these people. Yeah. No, One ahead of Queen's Gambit. Did I you, loved Queen's Gambit. We loved Queen's Gambit. Sweet Tooth, no. which we've talked about. Um, nah, as in didn't watch. No, that yeah, that was all right. Emily in Paris, which I've never even heard of, yeah. I don't think. Um, we're at 67 minutes now. Well, should we, should we draw to a close? Let's and draw to a close. A, a post. We may cut some of this out in favour of our post-show spoiler cast. Because although I a lot of that was me saying stuff, you looking at things on the internet and going, yup. Yep. Yep. Um, which I, 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 I would listen to. So is this the kind of conclusion and we will come back after the, the Chernobyl, the sound of exactly. Chernobyl. Who was in Foundation? The sound of Chernobyl. <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of Chernobyl. The guy from Chernobyl was in Foundation. We never watched Chernobyl. Did you watch Chernobyl? Have you not seen Chernobyl? It's brilliant. We, what, we started it. It made us extremely uncomfortable. And then we stopped watching it. That's because you've got the noise going on. You've got noise. Chernobyl noise. Yeah, it keeps... It, it, I don't think it's safe for us to... watch. Uh, yeah, it triggers like a Pavlovian response. Oh, I could do with some Pavlova. Oh. And on oh. that note, we'll be back next week if you don't join us after Chernobyl. Otherwise, we'll be back very shortly after this. Okay, bye. Have a cup of tea. Welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. We have Janie joining us. <laughs> Janie was here for the last time we spoke about Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm -hmm. And she's back to talk about Nine Perfect Strangers again. And is here for this, which will be the last time we the, talk about Nine Perfect Strangers. It may well be the last time we Either talk about Either that I speak or... No, that's no, no. grim, isn't it? You are very welcome to join us whenever you wish. Absolutely. I feel like I'm a bit being a bit rude with these headphones on though. Maybe I should uh, take I'll take one ear off. I don't even notice it. It doesn't make a difference, does it? Because you, she can hear you. Yeah, but if it, she feels like I'm listening to, should we allow her talking. to have her own voice? I don't mind one bit. I think she minds. I think it looks a little bit odd with you. Okay, right. So Nine Perfect Strangers ended. Last week, and it's probably no, the week before, now, yeah. but you didn't watch it until last week. No, you've been itching to tell me your thoughts on the finale of Nine Perfect Strangers. Who would like to 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 kick this particular ball off? I don't mind. Who kicks the ball? Um. So so, I loathed it. I absolutely detested. What point did you start loathing it? Because you you it, it was more. Positive at the beginning, was it for you? Of the series in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved the series up until the last two episodes, mm. which I just couldn't stand. I thought the last two episodes were poorly written, poorly acted, poorly plotted, implausible. The whole thing was implausible, but mm. I, 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 I thought they 
reneged on all the promises they made conceptually, I thought I thought it was actually a bit dangerous. I disliked intensely. We need to give a trigger warning um, because suicide will be um, discussed in this little chat. So if, if that is triggers you, stop listening now. Um, the way they dealt with suicide and... Well, it, was, it was actually, I think, borderline irresponsible. Uh, I thought it was cloying. I thought it was saccharine. I thought it was too neat and tidy. I thought the entire thing was... Oh, I hated every second of it. He's thought about it a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I haven't thought about it that much. Did you? No, really good thoughts. Some of those words I don't even. Remember. So we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll come back to you because you can also reference the book, which we'd yes, like yes. to hear about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Uh, I, I I don't get as like flappy as you do about these things. <laughs> but you don't get as flappy as I do about anything. No, this is true. I did. I mean, the thing is that earlier on, when we had our earlier discussion, you were like, oh, I really like all the characters. I really hope that it all ends well. And like, you know, I just watch them be themselves for the, another few episodes and that'll be fine. And, you know, things started devolving and, and I kind of hoped that they would take the natural course rather than be tied up in a neat little bow at the end. And, and unfortunately... I, I, I felt less so about the second to last episode, which I, I can't think exactly To me, what the happened. last two episodes have become one, right? I, I, right. I, I couldn't tell you what. So for me, like the, the, the all but the last episode, the two episodes before that where it started really getting, like, yep. going downhill. Don't you think they, they, they let her off the hook? They let Marsha off the hook. Don't you think they, they almost... Um, it started off being a satire of, of of wellness and holistic and all the excesses of, that go into that and ended up and being a celebration of it. Yeah. And don't you think that all of her actions, which were evil... And dangerous. And dangerous, immoral, unethical, were completely condoned. I thought the idea that it could help a suicide... A family grieving a suicide victim to all they need to do is is imagine their presence and everything will be okay again mm. was was irresponsible was was cloyingly sickly sweet was this this kid absolves them of guilt and allows them to carry on living mm. um, life isn't that easy even on acid mm. I, I just, yeah. You know, I, I have. I know people who have lost people to suicide. It's it's not how it works, mm. and to imply such, I thought, was puerile. So Jamie, didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. It that for the like the second kind of half of the series either. I mm. I I think I remember last time I mentioned how I struggled initially at the beginning because it was quite just kind of tripped me up with it being set in America and some of the characters weren't quite how I imagined them to be. Right. You um, carry on. Don't just you talk. just okay. talk. Okay. And Ignore Danny's hand. But then I did get into it and I did enjoy the development of some of the characters and storylines and it was, it was never fully fitting with the book though, which I guess it doesn't have to as we discussed mm. last time. Mm. But then it just diverted so much. Right. 
that yeah it became something completely new and yeah I didn't enjoy it either it just got too crazy too wild I was losing track of things to yeah so um, what what happened because you you mentioned last time that the book has a, quite a an extreme sort of ending like a wild well, kind of thing well, yeah yeah um it does um I did I'm, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to remember in detail but hmm. the book it didn't go into the microdosing so much until mm. they didn't really discover that or it didn't happen I can't remember until a bit later on in the track and the kind of the big surprise thing was they they had been doing this activity when they were down in the cave and this is where the it, in the um, series it came in a little bit because when they were trapped in that um, safe room yeah or whatever it yeah, was yeah, yeah. so in the, in the book dying. that was a big yeah. part yeah. of the book right um, they would they'd gone down there to do some yoga meditation or something mm. And then after some time they'd been lying there and meditating, they realised they were actually trapped in there, just the right, nine right, of right. them. Yeah. And I think it's, it was during that that when they kind of, they discovered that they'd been dosed in yeah. there. Right. And Quite very late in the game. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of other things hadn't happened. A lot right, of other right, story, right, right, right. yeah, a lot of other development of characters and stuff just hadn't happened. It kind of, it'd taken a while to get there, a long kind of introduction to all the characters and few first days doing the wellness things the hiking and Mm. the eating well and the swimming and whatnot and then they yeah they ended up in this room and there was the challenge was set to them to try and work together as a team and Mm. and escape right and then they had things like like an escape room yeah yeah i i guess and and marcia was up in her room kind of watching in on Mm. them and um kind of throwing little curveballs like the smell of so smoke much bigger and thing, t- thing right, to right. trigger them to work harder together and I think they, they eventually realised what they had to do but it did get crazy because I don't remember exactly how it happened but I think there ended up actually being a fire like I think Marsha had had she decided to to dose or something as well and I don't remember the details of right. all that but that so a lot they did, of they a lot of the, the and and but she did I think she got I don't remember if she I feel like there was she didn't just get away with it I don't think. right so a lot of the the kind of subplots and the side plots like the the what's the family called Marconis the Marconis mm-hmm. thank you um, and and the suicide of their son that ha- that was that that had happened but like Heather Marconi was really resistant to being there she wasn't like the into the dosing right. and everything she was a, a like a midwife in her life and she yeah. kind of had the she was kind of the one that figured it out put two and two yeah. together i think and she kind of had a real sense of but they were and, and at the denouement of the the book they were all in the room as well they weren't separate yeah no because i all really they were disliked all, yeah. That's that separate kind of yeah no they were all together all nine of them it was the nine right I disliked that part where it was like Keystone Cops it was it was they had to run from there to there and, and it was it made could, it hard to follow too, it made it hard to follow and it yeah. was really poorly executed because mm. and not only like I felt like the conclude like the, their sort of life-changing conclusions all suddenly happened oh, yeah in the you know they, they were locked in the room they thought they were dying they had these like really, as you said, saccharine like uh, realizations about themselves, and then it was all Which over. Is what, so, so I, I, 
it started off being a, 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 a critique, a, 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 a satire on the namaste, namaste culture and wellness of, of, of that kind of we're looking for an easy answer, which is what, what that, mm. that we're looking for a panacea, a, an instant quick fix. And ended up giving everyone an instant fix. And it implies yeah. that... Yeah, the, yeah. the book was a lot more like... Oh, sorry, I'm cutting no, it. No, no, go on. A lot more like... That's literally what we do. Not, like the fasting and no no food, no toxins, no wine, no... Yeah, like that all that clutter of life and phones and things was really, really a no-no. Like they were yeah. trying to be pure and yeah. detached from the world and... Um, yeah, that was a bigger part of the book too. Which I guess so I would, kind of was surprised by that with the series. And that would probably mean the revelation of them actually, actually you've been d- being dosed yeah. all this time would make a, a bigger contrast between yeah. Yeah. what they believe they were being this like yeah. clean, pure. Yeah. Whereas yeah. none, of, you know, with the series they realised quite early on, and it, be, it became a, an open part yeah. of the story quite early. Yeah. Um, as a series, not being aware of the book and all that stuff, I, I like, you know, as we spoke about last time, and actually a couple of episodes still after that, I, I was enjoying. Like, you know, with an, yeah. the nose scene and all that sort yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, it made me, like, kind of excited about the dev- devolution of, of yeah. everyone's psyche. The unravelling. The unravelling. And I, I was like, I, I hope some people are all right, but this has to like end badly in some way, you know, like Mm. how are they going to wrap all this neatly? And somehow, unfortunately, somehow they managed (laughs) it. So we've, we've, we've criticized tonight, both series that leave loose ends Mm. and series that don't leave loose ends. (laughs) It's very hard to nail an ending. It is. I didn't mind that ending about it myself. See, I'm, I'm okay with a with a happy ending. Happy, yeah. This, I felt like, I don't mind a happy ending, but I felt the pacing mm, meant that boring. it yeah. was kind of like, you know, it was like a, a heightening tensions and, and unraveling of psyches. And then suddenly, like, it was all wrapped up in that one episode where suddenly they're all thrown in a room. They had these revelations. They all escaped. She wasn't actually yeah. bad after all. You know, and everything was just tied up so neatly that it's not that I would want questions necessarily. No, yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. mind questions necessarily. Like, I, and I don't mind unanswered questions. Yeah. Like, what, what happens next? Well, in fact, Actually, in sometimes fact, shouldn't that, be answered. That gives the, the viewer a little credit mm. of having some sort of intelligence, right? Which I don't think Nine Perfect Strangers, the television adaptation, gives you at all. So, I mean, just leading on from that, I think we've basically hammered in the point that we kind of didn't really enjoy how they also the Carmel you know the character Carmel yeah that whole relationship with Marsha mm. didn't happen like Carmel in the, was book. A very, in the book she was a very small part like you kind of right. didn't know right. much about her because she yeah. was that minor a character but they really brought her character out a lot yeah and again she you know there was like the massive revelation just at the last episode was, yeah. it just almost felt like the pacing was too, completely off like yeah. everything suddenly yeah. ha- like you found all these things out everyone had their their fixes and and the revelation her revelation didn't go anywhere didn't, and it didn't yeah it just didn't i didn't see the point hmm. in that she'd been such a sweet character beforehand with with some you know deep yeah. anger 
issues. And it turns out she's the one that shot was, her. In was the, stalking yeah. Marsha and yeah. Yeah. But like, right. and, you know, the, the quick that Marvel wrap up at the end where like um, the young couple take over. This is really a spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Young, well, young I couple, mean, the rest is the spoilers anyway. The young couple with their millions by the retreat and mm. uh, have, you know holding sessions and. I still um, liked Tony all the people. I still liked that the couple. Writer. I really liked the, the story. Between I loved them. that romance. Um, but I didn't need to. ever after. And what was the Marconi's wrap up? Were they just driving off in the car, happy, happy? Or I can't. Remember. I think I, I actually can't remember. Yeah. I, I think they they were just like there. I, I think they were quite pleased with with what they got out of the experience yeah. in the end. You know, um, I didn't like. I loved Melissa McCarthy and Chef Jeff. Chef Jeff's. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know his actual name. Relationship, but I disliked intensely the fact that right. He's schlubby. He had a beard. He wore. He dressed down, and the perfect life that they have. He had to be suddenly clean shaven with a perfect moustache and have designer clothes <laughs> in a rich, beautiful house. Sure. So suddenly, mm. he couldn't be just. Yeah. You know, he had to change to be upper middle class rich I didn't even think about that that's really interesting I mean he was he was rich anyway like the whole I mean, he had to show of... his richness right 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 right. he had to yeah, rather embrace than just be, his, just his become like he could yeah. carry on being the person that she had fallen in love with yeah exactly mm-hmm. sure and his track pants and, yeah. well I think we've pretty much wrapped it up Right. I mean, I, I could, I could. I know you could more. wrap I it. Really for it. So like it. I just yeah. want to end on nah. a, on a. <laughs> it made me genuinely angry. Yeah. I, I want to recommend uh, end on a recommendation for an alternative drama, which is one I've mentioned to you before. Which is I know this much is true with, ha, 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 ha. with Mark, Mark Ruffalo playing himself and his brother. Yes, that is a very taut, difficult drama that ends. No one's happy, <laughs> and we don't know how unhappy. No, but I mean, it, it's 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 a slice of life, and it doesn't wrap up all nice and tidy. Right. But it, uh, it, it the, the arc is is really well done, um, and it just ends, and it doesn't need sure. to carry on, and it won't carry on, and that was it, you know. The Green Knight just ended, right? The Green Knight mm. didn't. didn't spoon feed us exactly what happened to whom afterwards yeah that's right brilliant Mm. um but i think i'm just going to watch endeavor yeah we actually i didn't mention it before but i think we started watching endeavor once and we just weren't really into it you should try again mate maybe that's brilliant doubt it okay Uh, (laughs) so you're yet to be you're yet to be be won over Yep. Thank you, Jane Elizabeth Thank Naylor. Thank you, Jane Elizabeth You're Naylor. welcome. Thank you for joining Love us. And hopefully we'll have you back on at some point it talking was, was about... It was the last time. No. Last no, no, time no, no. on Nine Perfect, Perfect Strangers. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 Ooh. Have a cup of tea. tea.